Hi, I'm Jenny Bryson, and you are listening to Expanding Consciousness. Welcome back to the Awakening Hour, expanding consciousness for unlimited potential. This is where we transcend the ordinary and venture beyond the veil, a realm that holds the true potential for manifesting our best lives. Our journey is not just a metaphor, it's a practice rooted in the ancient belief that to harness the full spectrum of our capabilities, we must begin in a space that transcends our everyday reality. Here, we bring back the essence of goodness and light to illuminate our paths in the tangible world. Manifesting in the dense, tangible reality of our 3D world can sometimes feel like an uphill battle. That's why I invite you to explore a more effortless approach to manifesting, where the most powerful tools are not bound by physical limitations, but exist beyond the veil. Our exploration includes various methodologies to access this unparalleled creation space, from guided visualizations, which have been a cornerstone of our weekly episodes, to innovative practices that promise profound transformations. One such transformative practice is quantum journeying, a method I'm deeply passionate about as a quantum guide. This practice facilitates a remarkable expansion of consciousness, paving the way for healing, joy, and abundance in all facets of life. To demystify this experience and to illustrate its real-world impact, we will hear again from a client who has graciously shared his journey with us. Through his narrative and excerpts from our sessions, you'll gain insights into the process and its potential to catalyze significant change. Our previous episodes have covered the initial stages of this transformative journey, including an in-depth look at my client's initial quantum healing hypnosis session that provided energetic alignment and healing. As we progress, we continue to explore the multifaceted nature of consciousness and the reality that extends beyond our immediate perceptions. In this episode, I present a conversation that precedes a significant quantum journeying session, the fourth for my client. This discussion, rich in insights about expanding consciousness and the nuances of multidimensional reality, sets the stage for a session we shared in its entirety last week. If you haven't yet experienced the power of that session, I encourage you to listen to Episode 7 of my 11-part series for a truly enlightening experience. Join me as we continue this exciting journey beyond the veil, where the boundaries of reality are redefined and the possibilities for transformation are truly limitless. I think that that actually can be done from the light of serving others because you can serve them best when you're in your best alignment. Yes. So I don't want you to ever feel like it's selfish to to address certain things that might help you to stay in alignment. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't know. What do I, if you're feeling good tonight and there's nothing, you don't have to like make something up. I'm just, 
I'm just wanting you to know that you never have to feel selfish to include some of those things in a session. How can I encourage others to walk into their purpose would be your intention, one of your intentions. Would there be anything else? Maybe a question of why would, why is there a lot of suicides? Okay. So what if we asked that? What if we stated that intention? Why are we hearing about so many suicides? Would that be okay? Yeah, that's, that's actually how I was going to rephrase it. Because also maybe my real question is, uh, maybe the, the suicidal thoughts, because in my friends group, there's just been quite a few men that just came out a minute, like admitted that they were having suicidal thoughts within the last year. Yes. And where yes. I mean, you know, you from the outward family men, specifically two I'm thinking of, uh, fathers and husbands and have businesses and, and I don't, you know, I guess it's just one of those things when you're you have so much going for you, but you may not have time for yourself. I really like that question because I've been hearing that from people as well. Why do so many have suicidal thoughts lately? Yes. And why are we hearing about so many suicides? You know, they may be one and the same, but but let's keep let's put both parts of that in there. Is there anything else? I no, no, I feel excited I energized um that I'm I'm running the right right direction. Yes. Oh, how's your how's your diet going? Not uh, diet like on a diet. How's your nutrition going? Yes, very well. So I was working out all, all the month of December, which was uh-huh. very helpful. Um, but when I got on the, the end body scale, which tells you everything, my body fat increased and muscle decreased, which usually is a sign of not eating enough. And I wasn't eating enough <laughs> just because I, I almost have to force myself to eat. Yeah. And, and so having that paperwork that said, Hey, look, man, you're doing all this working out, but you're not eating enough. You're actually harming your body. I was able to take a step back. I went on a three-day fast, kind of just reset my body and my mindset. And I began to just speak to my body of like, this is where I'm, I am. I'm at a certain weight, a certain height, a certain, like the certain, I just spoke like, this is where I'm going to be. And ever since then, like I've, I've seen my number, my, I feel better, but also I've seen the numbers decline and and kind of get in balance with what I said, I where I said I am. Just kind of like you told me last time, like we can, our minds can do it. Exactly. And I was listening to the Seth tapes the last, ever yeah. you told me about it. Yes. And I've been going really slow. I just started chapter four because I got like yes. re- replay. Is this, is this the one uh, Seth speaks or is it another yes. one? Because there's, yeah, okay, all right. Listening to it over and over, and he said, "Our mind, we create our body. Have to believe it and and put the the feeling and like this is, I am healthy, I am strong. Say it, believe it, and you you will get there." It was so awesome to to hear that through Seth speaks, and just I was like, "Yeah, that is correct. I've been hearing this. I've heard it twenty different ways." But now I'm like, I'm tired of hearing it. I'm going to apply it. Yes, that's awesome. Well, also think about this. As we begin expanding our consciousness, 
we're also changing our DNA and our bodies are becoming more crystalline, allowing in more light. Therefore, the indexes and the tables and everything else that we're used to using in this 3D density with 3D dense bodies may not on all levels be applicable as our bodies begin to change. That all being said, as you're on this path ahead of most people, I mean, everybody's going to get there, but you're ahead of most people. There's not a lot for us to refer to as to what our indexes need to be. So the only thing I know to do in these situations, because there are several that this applies to, is to revert back to my intuition. What I feel within me is right or wrong. I turn away sometimes from the 3D prescriptions or the rails that we're supposed to remain within while we're here in this 3D density, because the reality of it is you and I are not fully in this density anymore. Yeah. And we're going to be less and less in that as we continue to do our work. And so those specifications and those numbers that we need to stay in the rails may or may not be applicable in these other densities. The only thing, the only way we can navigate, therefore, is with our intuition, because we don't have the manual for the other densities yet. This is what I'm hoping to work on with you over time, is a bit of a manual for the other densities. You know, I don't really know what that means. I do know that manifesting happens in each density. You know, so if you manifest something here, it's also manifested in its own way within the other densities. And within each density, something is di- requ- something different is required in order to manifest. In this low density where most people are today, this third dimension density, it's, it's physical, you know, it's muscle, it's exertion, it's that kind of thing. But as we move up in the dimensions, it becomes, it's not physical. It's not physical at all. It's, it's emotional or spiritual or mental, or, you know, it's energetic. What you manifest in a higher dimension energetically filters down and manifests within all the other dimensions. That's a given. So you can manifest on any dimension you want, but just know if you rise up, into one of the lighter dimensions, manifesting is like blowing a feather. And if you manifest there, then it filters down eventually to this lowest density in the way that you wanted it to be because you manifested it up here. But if you're down here, you're going to have to use your physical force in order to manifest. I think that's one of the difficulties people have with manifesting. And most people today are using tactics that they're studying or that they're learning, but they're trying to employ the methods for higher dimensions while remaining in the third, in the 3D density. And those methods don't work in this density. It's physical force that works in this density. If you want to use those methods, then you have to, you have to change your frequency, your vibration, so that you are using the me- those methods in the proper density. 
Maybe we'll learn otherwise within our session. But if that is the way that it works, you know, what, what can we, what can we know now that will help us navigate that? Make it more than a concept. Find out what, what we need to know in order to actually be able to put it into practice with our intention. So that would be my intention for our sessions, really. I mean, it hasn't changed. I just feel that, that there's much to be learned about that. And manifesting doesn't necessarily mean bringing something physical into your life. It, it can mean changing a situation, <clears throat> manifesting an attitude, manifesting a way of being, manifesting a lot of different things. Yeah. And if we can figure out how to do that within the higher dimensions where it's as easy as blowing a feather, then that would, I think, be in the best interest of everyone. And yeah. the other thing we have to remember is because of the collective consciousness right now, we're operating within this three-dimensional density. That's where the collective consciousness is right now. And that's a lot of times, you know, we have to interact with people who are very solidly in that density. Yeah. And it's really difficult for us because there are different rules in that density than there are in the density that we are now operating from. And we don't understand why these people continue to go by these rules because we know those rules are not you know and so it's frustrating for us <clears throat> at the same time not intentionally most of the time but those people that are operating in 3d density are trying to bring us down into it that's when we get all caught up what can we do to maintain our vibration our frequency but at the same time interact with this lower heavier density that we live in right now how can we bridge those two dimensions you know what's the what's the way to do that so those are the things i'm trying to figure out because i think once we understand that we can all move to a better place yeah that yes hearing that it just makes me think we are the whole earth is shifting to a higher dimension yes. And I imagine that has something to do with a lot of the mentality we have going around because I mean, I've had it just like, ah, I'm, I was struggling with, but I guess both that, that shift from yeah. third dimension to the fifth dimension. And it's like, ah, we're working. And maybe well, that a lot of people are, they may be healthy where they're at, but now they have to grow some more, grow again. And I'm just, just thinking. Yeah. Because, like, well, you know, if we, if we had been told this and we were aware of what was happening in our third density consciousness, would it have been easier? Would it have been better? I don't know. You're familiar with the Schumann resonance, right? Or, yep. okay. So the Schumann resonance is the, electrical state of the earth at any given time we are also we are electrical beings each of us and our frequency automatically resonates with the frequency of the earth at all times so if the if the schumann resonance is erratic and all kinds of things are happening within the schumann resonance within the heartbeat of the earth then we're going to start going through that as well or perhaps we've become out of resonance with the heartbeat of the earth and that's causing problems. 
But as the earth goes through its changes, because we are designed to resonate with, with it, it's going to have an effect on us, on everybody, whether they're aware of it or not. And so a lot of these concepts, I really don't think could be brought into understanding prior to about 2012. Because in 2012, something happened. I don't know what it was, but I think it made it easier for people to begin to embrace these concepts that we've been talking about. And I suspect that, I believe I've read it somewhere, and I have actually proof of it in my own experience, which I found is really weird. It's like as concepts come up, Somewhere in my lifetime, I've lived an experience and learned a lesson that now allows me to believe these, you know, random knowings that I have. We may not have been able to understand or to embrace some of these concepts prior to 2012 has played out in my life because I'm a bibliophile, I guess would be the word for it. Printed books and I have digital books. I'm reading all the time. I've had my Kindle account now for as long as Kindle's been around. So it's been a long time. Prior to 2012 is what I'm getting at. I've always had a fascination with energetic topics. So I purchased books in 1987. I purchased one um, by Edgar Cayce. And then I purchased books just continuously for a long time. And most recently, within the last year, I am blown away by the books I'm finding in my closet and the books I'm finding on my Kindle, because that information is so pertinent to what's going on right now. And yet I didn't embrace it when I bought the book. And in fact, yeah. on Kindle, I can see that I actually read them and I have no recollection of the material whatsoever. But yet I read it anew today and I'm like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And I used to say to myself, well, my gosh, Janie, if you would have just been on the ball, <laughs> taking this information that you read and put it into use, think of where you'd be right now. And why didn't you? Because you were so drawn to this stuff. Why didn't, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And then when I figured it out, I don't think we were able I don't think the majority of us were able to until something happened with the earth on or around 2012. And then things changed and we were able to be more open to this type of information. And the books I bought 20 years ago or 15 years ago prior to the shift are now very valuable to me. It's just very strange. As this has been happening, I've noticed that there are People are embracing the esoteric arts more than they used to. Back in 2004, I started a company that had to do with reflexology and aromatherapy and crystal energy and numerology and all this kind of stuff. It was really new to everybody. Yes. You know, it took a lot of explanation. Individual methodologies or modalities that were, I had to introduce each and every one to people that didn't last long. I couldn't take it. I was <laughs> like, okay, well, this is, this isn't, this isn't a good idea. I'm not doing this anymore. 
But now I look around and I see the popularity of each one of these different arts. I mean, they've taken off. There's like stores for it and, and groups for it. And could it be because of some kind of a shift in 2012? I don't know. <clears throat> I have no idea. Maybe we'll find out in our sessions. Yes. Well, I would like to, to say, yeah, I... I'm on that path as well. I don't know if this is the answer, but I remember reading something very specific about my generation, meaning the people that were born from like 1977 to 1987. That decade of people born are kind of special. I don't know if um, I was listening to Dolores Cannon and she was talking about the three ways of volunteers. I don't know if that group one of the waves, I'm pretty sure there's a little group in there that are specifically mm -hmm. meant to, to take us to the next level. Yeah. Well, that being stated, um, I would imagine that I'm second wave and you're third wave. That's what I'm, that's what I'm and saying. Wouldn't that be, would that be kind of fun to explore, you know, because we have different roles. I don't know. I think that would be really fun to explore. Yes. I, I've um, learned a little bit bit more about myself since we've started because I've had sessions um so I I think that would really be fun to explore let's put that on there something right. about we'd like to learn more about the three waves of volunteers and our roles are each of our roles within them yes okay yeah <laughs> yes yeah this this is this that Seth Seth speaks is just I don't know if I could read it. I have to listen to it, but I got to keep rewinding it and rewinding it because it's so deep. And I that's what I do. Yeah, I'm. I realize I don't have to try to get it all the first. Like I can read, listen to it, but I'm like I I I want it all. Everything he's saying. Mm -hmm. The issue is every like every deeper than <laughs> yeah. Well, here's another concept to think about. It's multi-dimensional information. Yeah. So you're gonna unpack different things every time you listen to it. Yeah, correct. <laughs> That's the same with your recordings that we're doing. Every time you listen, you're going to hear something different. You're going to get something different out of it. So a year from now, when you listen back to the one you have tonight, it's going to, you're going to unpack something that wasn't available to you now. It's real, it's real valuable to listen back, even though you think you remember everything in it. Multi-dimensionally, there might be something, there might be another layer for you. I'm like, I'm ready. Let's, yeah. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, I'm kind of ready too. So um, intentions, how can I encourage others to walk into their purpose? Why are we hearing about so many suicides and why do so many have suicidal thoughts lately? And to learn more about the three waves of volunteers and our roles within them. And then a maybe a roadmap within the dimensions or a dimension, an interdimensional roadmap uh, to receive working knowledge to assist in understanding and manifesting within 
you know, within the mul- within multiple dimensions. Yeah, a roadmap to do. You, do we want to use manifest? I don't mind. I like the word manifesting. A roadmap to manifesting within the dimensions. Within multiple dimensions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my higher selves. We can do this. Okay. Okay, I've got it. Should we take a restroom break and come back and get started? Yes. All right. All right. These sessions truly are life-changing for many, but this method is not necessarily for everyone. If you're curious as to whether a quantum journeying session would be right for you, feel free to reach out. I'd be happy to, to give you a free consultation on the phone. And perhaps one of these sessions would be right for you, but for one reason or another, we decide that I'm not the one to help you with it. I'm happy to refer you to other practitioners in my industry. If you would like a free consultation phone call, just drop me an email with your name, your phone number, and the best time to call you, and I'll reach out to you. The email address for this is freeconsult at expandingconsciousness.info. Again, that's freeconsult at expandingconsciousness.info. And you can always head over to my website for in-depth information on expanding consciousness.